0: hello everybody (laughs) welcome once again to the most must-hear podcast that has not been on in a month big mouth small words sports talk makes its fucking return (laughs) hey what's going on everybody uh long time no talk fired up to be back fired up to get it going it may be cold outside but it is hot all up in this Boston Bruins okay we're talking bees we're talking Bruins I'm gonna give you my thoughts let's get into it (laughs) sorry I'm a little fired up there's a lot going on it's amazing so let's start off by saying the Bruins haven't lost a game in regulation since a three to two loss to the Rangers, January 19, okay? January 26th was my birthday. I've been partying ever since. You understand that? Since then, the team has collected 30 effing points over the last 17 games, with third overall in the NHL. We are a serious cup contender. But how do we get here, man? I mean, really, think back, because a lot of people see what's happening now, And they're looking at me and they're saying, why are you so confident? And I'm like, do you understand where the hell we were at the beginning of the season? Listen, let's not forget that Halak played hero ball for the first half of the season. Tuka played like dog shit in the start of the year. He was pulled halfway through the opening game against the Capitals. He allowed five goals on 19 shots in October games. Tuca posted a 9.02 save percentage with three wins and three losses. If that doesn't say mediocre, I don't know what the fuck does. And just so that you want to hear about mediocre, the NHL's average save percentage this season rests at 9.09. So he's below average. Or he was. Halak then had a 9.47 save percentage through October. He was on fire. He was like and two or something like that. And you fast forward now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still sick somehow a month later, but I'm feeling good. Um, you fast forward, you got you got Rask here, takes a leave of absence, comes back on fire. Cassidy has split the games perfectly. You know that Rask likes to wear down throughout the season. We've seen it, we've known it, and now we've got it. Rask 36 games, Halak 32. You know he's gonna split him down the middle as we're going into the playoffs with 16 games left. When Tuka is rested and good to go, you got nowhere and tear to the body. He is an elite goaltender. I don't care who hears me say it, it's the truth. He is showing it right now. Rask has not played in a regulation loss since December 23rd. You understand that? He's recorded three shutouts since the start of the new year. Hot goaltending is the most important thing, in my opinion, when it comes to the playoffs. So let's hope our goalie stay hot <laughs> and make some noise in the playoffs. Now here's another thing. Let's also not forget that Bergeron was out 16 games due to an injury in December. He's going to play 66 games at most this season. And in spite of that, he's still on pace to score 79 points. The dude is an absolute monster And we love him. We love that man. We lost Char for a chunk of the season. We haven't had pasta for the last 10. And yet we've scored a point in every game that he's missed when we were afraid that we didn't have enough scoring. No matter who's gone down, Cassidy plugs in the right player at the right moment to right the ship and make it work. This is just an exciting time to be a Bruins fan. I am... God, I'm fired up. I almost want to crack a beer right now. I'm feeling so good. It doesn't even matter what happens tonight in the game that that we're going to watch. We're just on such a ride. And it's fucking amazing. Now, keep in mind also, not to mention Krejci seems about five years younger. He's playing some of the best hockey we've seen him play in years. And who is hotter right now in the NHL than Jake DeBrusque? Fucking nobody. That's who. With the acquisition of Charlie Coyle solidifying a top center of the third line, the Bruins have their best chance in years to make a cup run. But you've heard all that, right? You've heard all that shit. Here's another big reason why I think that we can make a cup run. The defense. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> the fucking defense, okay? I know a lot of people want to shit on him. I get that. A lot of people want to shit on Jara. A lot of people I know. But guess what? The Bruins have a great defense this year. And like Rask, they're finally realizing that big Zadino Chara can't be playing all these minutes. They've been cutting his minutes down. (coughs) And it's been showing. And I love it. They finally realized to make this playoff push, you got Arrested Tuca, Arrested Chara, you're going to get it going. You got Charlie McAvoy, you got Tory Krug, you got Brandon Carlo, each playing roughly 21 minutes each a night in addition to Chara. And let me tell you something on top of that. Carlo been getting his offensive game going. If I do say so myself, I like that he's been pinching more. I like that he's been getting it going, and he's not a, def- he's not a defensive liability either. I mean, he used to be, but he's, he's played fucking awesome. I've got nothing bad to say about the guy. Right now, give it time. But for right now, <coughs> everything's good. Matt Grizzlick, John Moore, they're both, ru- like, what, nine, what does it say? 19 minutes per game, okay? This shit's going to matter. You're going to notice come playoff time. Now, of course, Char isn't going to be scoring as he once did. There's going to be no slappers from the point going in. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple char bombs. couple char bombs, no char bombs. But mostly, <clears throat> you're going to need Big Z on the penalty kill. They've been putting him in there. He's been an absolute monster. And it's been perfect. Tory Krug performs better on the power play than nearly legitimately every other defenseman in the NHL. 28 points on the power play. Two, eight points on power Power play. Suck that. With Grizzlick, McAvoy swapping in when he leaves the ice. Overall, the Bruins have the second lowest goals against total in the league. Just behind the Islanders. But people think the defense sucks. Well, I'm giving you stats that tell otherwise, alright? Buck, alright? Chief, alright? Pal. So take that to the bank. Because when, when David freaking Backus is finding a role on the team... The guy that used to be somebody, the guy that was a captain, the guy that was the man in St. Louis, and now he's an enforcer because he buys into the system, because he was not producing, and now he sees that there is a role for him that he can be. He's going out there, and he's getting his ass kicked, but you know what? team fucking respects it. the team loves it he's still throwing his goddamn body around and i absolutely love it every player has clearly bought into what cassie is preaching and it shows going through our divisions not going to be easy people i want you to know that right now but believe that the bruins are the right amount of grit and the right amount of skill to take out anybody and if you can have a hot goaltender which we've got dose of those Oh, we're fucking dangerous. And you better believe that. Let's go Bruins. I gave you Bruins talk. I gave you a word from the sponsor. But I'm not done quite yet. Not yet. I have a couple Celtics thoughts. I'm thinking I have a couple Bengals thoughts if I get fired up enough. We're going to go with the Celtics right now, okay? I don't have a lot to say, but I have a little bit to say because I was so ready to write these guys off. They were the anti-Bruins to me. The Bruins are so gritty, and they're so likable, and you love them. Bergeron and Marchand have that Tom Brady and Edelman feel. Everybody loves each other. Everybody fights for each other. It's great. Then you get the Celtics. And Kyrie, and Kyrie is just mini Tron to LeBron, or mini-Bron, which now I'm going to make shirts of. And it's just one of those things where it gets me fired up. I mean, I want to like the guy really bad. I want to like the guy. But he's so up his own ass. And he's so about himself that he makes it so fucking hard. I mean, all he has to do is come out and just support his teammates. But every single time I listen to the guy, it's well, I have to make everybody better, and uh, you know, I've won, so I gotta let the other guys know what's going on. Shut the fuck up, Kyrie. Just fucking hit threes. Just hit shots, win games, and none of us are gonna give a shit. Just win games. Now let me tell you something. <coughs> I'm sitting in a bar. And good old Gwigs, sweet, sweet McGwiggins, I'm drinking a boot and I'm watching the Rockets kick our dick in. And I'm saying to myself, what the fuck's wrong with these guys? I mean, like, I know Harden is good, but we're, we're getting bounced off by 20. And it's so aggravating. And I just, yeah, I said, you know, fuck this team. I'm done with the Celtics. They can suck a dick. I'm done. Okay. And then they go against the Warriors. And they kick their fucking ass, and they win by 30. And I said, you know what? (coughs) I don't care. Gordon Hayward, it was a fluke. He did his thing. That's fine. And then Irving sits, because he's got a sandy vagina. And Hayward (laughs) goes right down the court. It's 109 to 109. Five seconds, full court. Runs right down, jumps up, will fade away, hits the shot. Two seconds left. And I'm saying to myself, don't do this to me. Don't don't reel me back in. Don't get me to give a shit now. Because they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna catch Philly. They're gonna be the four seed. They're gonna go into the playoffs. They're gonna win a round. And then it's gonna get interesting. And I'm gonna care. Because I really want it to happen. I... I told you guys, when the when the podcast first started, the best time of the year, baby, you got the Bruins and the Celtics at the same time just going at it in the playoffs. I fucking love it. Oh, God, it's going to happen. <coughs> it's going to happen. And on top of that, just so that it's on my podcast, I really believe that if we make a good enough run, it doesn't have to be like finals, but... We make it to the conference final, do the same thing we did last year. Don't rule out Durant coming here. Don't rule it out. Cause Golden State doesn't want him. Everyone's saying Kyrie's gonna go and just go to the Knicks after the year. Well, I don't know, man. I'm thinking it might make more sense for uh Durant to come here. As long as you've got Tatum, Irving, him and Horford, <coughs> that's a fucking team. I'd be all about it. I don't care. Cause we already sold our soul here. I know everybody wants like the Celtics, like Normally, like when Pierce, Garnett, everybody came to the Celtics, they they were never above the Boston Celtics. It was always, you know, the Celtics brand meant more than one player. You sold your soul on that. You got Kyrie. So you can get rid of Kyrie, and you can make second round or Eastern Conference final at the best, or you can keep Kyrie, get another superstar, and win a championship. It's up to you guys. But that's, that's the fucking hard truth of it. Now, that's my Celtics thought. Okay? I think they're gonna I think they're gonna make a little bit of a run. I'm a little fired up about it. A lot of people been shitting on the Bengals. I understand. For my whole life, actually, I've understood people shitting on the Bengals. <laughs> Cause they've blown. They've sucked and blown. But not this year. There were many days that you guys could try to talk shit about the Bengals, but not on this day. Do you understand that it's a new day? Do you understand that? Do you understand that we don't have Marvin Lewis anymore? That we've got all new coaches? Do you understand that we have A.J. Green? Do you understand that we have Tyler Boyd, who looks to be absolutely legit as a number one or a number two receiver do you understand that we're not trading john ross we're keeping him in the fold and that he's probably gonna go the fuck off i don't know if you know zach taylor he really liked brandon cooks now he's got a better version of brandon cooks y'all gonna find out i'm telling you right now joe mixon went off last year he's only gonna get better our defense ranked pretty low last year Overall, Because we had no fucking linebackers because Preston Brown was hurt. And Vontez Perfect loves to go low on people or high on people. He's just a piece of shit, okay? He's a piece of shit and he sucks. But guess what? On the line? <laughs> there's no problem with the line. You got Geno Atkins. You got Carlos Dunlap. You've got, you've got players up there. Sam Hubbard. You've got young players. Jesse Bates as a safety is fucking sick, dude. Kirkpatrick is pretty good. Jackson third is really good. We have pieces. We just need linebackers that can tackle. And believe you me, we gonna get some. We gonna get some. And you're gonna find out. All right? Because when we take White at number 11, I'll be back on this podcast. Talking shit. Talking shit to all y'all motherfuckers. All right? Also, people talking about the Browns. Oh, the Browns. Oh, hooray. We won seven games. Shut the fuck up. All right? Bengals have been winning seven games in their goddamn sleep for fucking years. Bengals made consecutive playoffs five years in a row. Nobody gives a fucking shit. The Browns ain't going to do shit. Okay? You're pissing me off with that. People are pissing me off with that. Baker Mayfield. He's pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. Baker's pretty good. I like the fire. I wish I had him over Dalton. But everybody else can suck a fat one. What, you think Hunt's going to save you? Hunt's going to go punt another chick. And he's going to be gone in two seconds. I know how that story ends. Don't give me shit about Hunt. Not to mention, it was stupid to do that. Because now Chubb... It's going to lose carries. <coughs> and you didn't need to do that. That guy's fucking sick. You should have rolled that guy out of the ground. You dummies. Oh, by the way, how's your receiving corpse? Besides Landry, who's soft. You got nobody. I'm sick of this crap with the Browns. They have sucked dick harder than my team, who loves to suck dick for years and yet everybody wants to turn the tide now everybody oh everybody's hopping on the bandwagon well let me be the first one to kick your fucking tires down and let you know what's up you want to make a bet about it oh believe you me we can fucking do it okay i put up an exorbitant amount of money last year on them Bengals, and i regretted it <laughs> but guess what fool me once shame on me fool me twice you ain't gonna fool me twice, motherfuckers. I'm letting you know right now. I don't know if it's the quest for seven. To me, it's a new day. To me, it's the quest for playoffs. To me, if everybody stays healthy and we can get a decent tight end, everybody's fucked. Not the Patriots. The Patriots ain't fucked. I don't mean the Patriots are fucked. The Patriots are gonna be fine. But the Browns are fucked. The Steelers are fucked. And the Ravens are fucked. Bengals taking that goddamn division. If you don't think so, I don't give a shit. Because Lamar Jackson throws ducks. And Baker Mayfield is an idiot. And Andy Dalton sucks too. But guess what? Everybody else is fine. Bengals are going to win that division. You want to leave me a voice message Let me know that I'm wrong? Fucking do it. I'll throw you on the next podcast. You want to call in on Anchor? All you got to do is download the app. And we can have a conversation and we can talk. And that's probably going to have to happen soon because there's a lot of people talking shit. So let's get it going. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you think I'm wrong. (coughs) I'll be glad to tell you how stupid you are. And uh, it's good to be back. Have a good one, everyone. Suck it, Browns.